Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby Be Better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our um, built-in excuses for this weekend, buddy King. See, here's the problem with already with you eagle motherfuckers <laughs> is you guys have been talking some shit all week already. I, I've like, only seen this, one since the Giants won on Sunday. There has no. There's been. I, I've been on Twitter. I've been seeing it all. Now, here's the thing. I haven't said. And I'm not going to. There will be no shit talking from me. There will be nothing, anything like that. I, I've actually been talking with my fiance sister about it too, because she's a Giants fan, and she's surrounded and knows a bunch of Eagles fans uh, uh, as well. That's like her friends, and they're all talking shit to her. And I was like, "Listen, best idea right now is because here's the other thing too. I'm gonna put this out there." Okay. Because I'm not building any excuses. This is not anything like that. I'm saying I'm not. <laughs> Here they come, folks. Here they come. No, because this isn't. No, because that's not. I'm not going to be talking about that. Because I want. I still want to address the fact that you're like, oh, he's building excuses. Suck my dick. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let the talking happen on Saturday. Win or lose, however it happens, whatever it goes, that's I mean, that's you guys started do. it. You guys started the talk. We said no. We did nothing. You had you a t- whole stadium say, "We want Philly. We want Philly." What whole stadium? We didn't have a stadium. We were in Minnesota. Yeah, your fans in Minnesota were chanting, "We want Philly." Don't you? Well, who else are we going to face? That's all. That's the only choice we had. Well, you know, if if you don't want trash talk back at you, then you guys keep your what mouth shut. Trash talk? That's not trash talk. That's, that's, that's literally saying who our next opponent is. That's cocking back the hammer on a gun and getting ready for that a gun That is fight. not cocking back anything. You <laughs> cock this, is what I'm saying. Because uh, here's the because here's the fact, too. The Giants, and when it comes to Philly, has we have nothing to talk shit on. 
over the last 10 years. Did, Nothing. Did you see that? I, I was going to share that to you, too. Well, no, no, no. I mean, this is just a... Listen, since oh, we've been friends... Okay. Since we've been friends, the Giants have won, I think, twice yeah. against Philadelphia. So, like, if we're, if we're being completely honest with each other here, there is zero room for the Giants to talk shit about anything. Yeah. And I get that. And that's why I am not talking shit. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this or that or equals this or that, that, blah, 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 blah. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I will say this, however, if these are big ifs, this is an if, hypotheticals here. If the Giants somehow, some way, by a miracle of God, Satan, whoever is in charge, Buddha, uh, whatever, (laughs) if the Giants pull off some miracle, and beat the Philadelphia Eagles on Saturday. My level of obnoxiousness <laughs> and the shit I will talk to you and all Eagles fans, to be honest, <laughs> will be of such an epic and disproportionate amount. It, it, it'll be the likes of which you have never seen. <laughs> but that is a major if, and we will cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We I'll, will see. I'll say though, like you know, I was when when you guys won, and it finally sunk in that you know we're playing each other. I started thinking, like you know, you always bust on me about Jason Seahorn that game, um, that you know that playoff game, and yes. I'm starting yes. thinking like, have the Eagles ever played the Giants? In the playoffs, since like against each other, since we've been friends, and I was thinking, thinking, and just happened to be next day, I saw they've played each other. This will be the fifth time they'll play each other um, in the playoffs. Yes, the last time I think was 2010, which was two years. 2000, yeah, it was a 2009 season. Yeah, Uh, so Eagles won that one, and you won in 2000, the 2007. Six season, something like that. Yeah, because it was it was January two thousand seven, but it was two thousand six oh, so season. It was the season. season before Super Bowl run, I believe. Okay, and or, I, I was like, you know, I, I thought about that. You know, I'm sure our, our, our listeners, if they follow us on Facebook, have seen the the videos from a few years ago um, when you came in to visit us in, to, uh, against each other. That was I gotta find that video again. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know where um, it is, but, but like <laughs> we we were we were obnoxious with each other, and I'm thinking this is a playoff game. This is gonna be this, this is gonna make that video look, you know, PG rated. <laughs> compared part to what of me this wished, is. part of me wished that uh, the fiance had filmed me during this past Sunday's game with the Vikings, because like this was this was the Vikings. Not really, you know, it's a playoff game. It's not a rivalry game yeah. at all by but, any stretch of the imagination. The rivalry but, adds, adds to it. Uh, but I was apoplectic. Most of some like I couldn't breathe. Like I was having my chest was hurting. <laughs> like it was that kind of level. And uh when when we stopped TJ Hawkinson on that fourth and eight, and like that's it, the game is over. We have it. We're just gonna kneel it down, victory formation. Yeah. Like I didn't even scream. I I wasn't even like, yeah, or do anything like that. Like I I, I distinctly remember like I was dead silent, like I covered my mouth. Like I had a, I had a moment, like I almost, I was crying. And what has come to shock me is that I've seen a lot of Giants fans online, either posting their reactions or talking about how they reacted to it. Yeah. Had very much the same reaction that I did. (laughs) It was, 
it's been so long since the Giants have had a moment like that. It, it's almost like we forgot. Yeah. And it was it was such an emotional moment for a lot of Giants fans that this it wasn't so much about screaming and being like, fuck yeah, and all this kind of shit. It was it was it was a silence and it was like a oh my God, we we did it. We yeah we won. We won. I can't believe it. We won. Like we won. We won. And that was it. Like as as tears start coming down my <laughs> cheeks and I'm like, we we won. We won. You, I, you, you I, kinda, I couldn't. You were kind of like the guy from uh, National Lampoon's Las Vegas Vacation with the the, the Kino, the older guy. I have. I, I I'm going to tell you something. I haven't oh, watched that movie, and okay. if I did, I haven't watched it in 20 years. So I have no idea what scene <laughs> oh, you're talking okay. about. I'm usually a movie guy. Yeah, but I haven't seen that one. But I'll tell you what. Like I just I couldn't I couldn't grasp it. And then like it it took about a half an hour. Before then, I really like because I knew beforehand, like if the Giants won, they were going to face the Eagles. But it, it took about a half an hour after the game, after being like, "Oh my god, oh my god, we won, oh my god, we won," to be like, "Oh, oh, we're playing <laughs> the Eagles. Oh, let's go!" Like then it's then it call comes back, and it's like, "All right, you know." It's yeah. like So I, uh, I mean, we're we're going. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this though. We'll we'll, we'll get into everything right now, but I'll tell. What a hell of a fucking wild card, super wild card weekend well, we had. I was going to say, you know, we're going to eventually talk about all the games. I mean, let's be honest, like you said, the, the wild card games kept on how wacky the, the regular season game was. Uh, Phenomenal. Like, like, because there were games, like, we were looking at, I was, you know, obviously we talked about, I've talked with, you know, my father and other people, and just be like, uh, you know, I think this game will be a good game. This one should be like a blowout. This one's going to be like, uh, I'm not, whatever. All the games, except for Monday nights, yeah. was, were, were, were close, interesting, back and forth, nail biting games. Yeah. And I, I don't think you could ask for more from, from Super Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> Uh, was really, 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 really good stuff. I was really entertained uh, by the entire weekend, and uh, and and now we got the divisional weekend, and I think it's, I think that's going to keep on going. Yeah, uh, I, I was with, looking at the game, I, games. I I think it's going to be just as fun and good, if not better than last week's. It's going to be real. It's going to be real fun and real interesting, and. Uh, uh, I don't. Do you want? Do you want to start that now? Do we, where are we going with that? Do you want to but talk about it? The, the, do you want to? The one last thing that I I will say about the Giants Eagles um, Eagles game. Um, okay. I was talking to uh, Garrett Gleason, who's a I racer that I race against sometimes. Is a, a big Giants fan. Um, we're all obviously we we talk as much shit as me and you do. And I said the only thing that scares me about this game is the fact that you guys are playing with house money. You guys were not supposed to be here. You guys weren't even supposed to sniff the playoffs. And we are supposed to be the team of the NFC. You know, a seven and a half point favorite I just saw. We're, you know, the other thing I think I saw was like we have a 70% um, winning chance. It's like. But here's the thing when, with that, though. Like, I, I don't. I, I, I think that went away with the Minnesota game. Personally, the the the, and, the 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 playing with house money phrase. Well, and that's the other thing too is Minnesota did look like the Minnesota team towards the end of the season. That me and you started to say, you know, they are frauds, but that Giants team played really good. Daniel Jones, 
I just can't get over the fact with him. <laughs> I was talking to another guy at work who's a Giants fan. Um, how they did that uh, uh, quarterback power sweep or whatever it was. Like he, he ran out to the right side in the whole offensive line. I think it was like third quarter or so. But he looked so slow doing it. But he's not. <laughs> that's no, he's not. But that's it. Because he's he's the other thing people forget is that he's a fucking giant. He's he literally is a New York giant. Yeah. He's six foot five. He's what two twenty, two fifteen, two twenty. Yeah, he's a good size guy. And and he's got to. And as we found out with the play you love making fun of him for, where he tripped <laughs> yeah. on the twenty yard line of Philly, uh, tripped on the twenty and fell out the five. That, in that run that he had, though, he was the fastest player to run that entire season. He hit something like 22 miles an hour or something on yeah. that run. But you look at him and you wouldn't think it. You know, he's a, you look at him, you're like big, lanky white guy. He doesn't run. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. He, I want everybody. I want all the D. I want Philadelphia. I want them looking out there. I want them to say, ah, look at that white boy. He can't run. I want, I want them to say that. Yeah. I want them to look at him and say, white boy can't run. Go ahead and <laughs> say that and underestimate him even more yeah. because that, although here's the thing, I don't think anybody's going to underestimate it more. No, uh, same thing. I, I think that that ship has sailed a couple weeks ago Be- because that, that especially if you're going to talk about uh, uh, that Minnesota game, uh, if I'm Philadelphia, I'm like, listen, uh, a lot like how other teams have to have to prepare for, for Jalen Hurts running and his ability to uh make plays out of nothing with his feet yeah uh and even sometimes if it's designed uh you're gonna have to do that with daniel jones you have to oh yeah uh because otherwise he will burn you so there's that but here's the other thing from the last couple games that daniel jones has played uh listen the danny dimes name is there for a reason motherfucker throws darts oh yeah he throws fucking darts so now, you know, if the Giants receivers can hold on to the balls, which Hodgins is becoming uh, a, a, a star just because he can fucking hold on to the ball. Yeah. A, a, a Buffalo Bills practice squad player, because of all the Giants injuries, picked him up. He starts playing for us. He has made the most of every opportunity he's gotten. Uh, Slayton has been a dog, even though he dropped that one pass that would have sealed so the game at him. that point. I so did I. But again, you saw Dable went up to him even after that. Didn't yell at him. Didn't scream at him. Didn't anything like that. Just said, listen, we're going to need you. Yeah. So put that shit behind you and let's go. Again, great. I, think, I know a lot of people have been talking about it. Some of the talking heads say the same thing. But it, it there's, you know, it, it's one of those things. There's something about this team. And can it all go up and smoke on, on Saturday night? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, and that's another thing I don't subscribe to either. The whole, well, you know, it's very hard to beat a team three times in a season. 15 and six, I believe, is the record. It's either 15 and six or 15 and eight okay. with teams trying to beat a team for the third time in a season. So it's happened more than it hasn't happened. Yeah. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Eagles beat the Giants. Oh, they're real familiar with them. Oh, this is a division game. Oh, this is, listen, none of that shit matters. And, you know, for the record, the Eagles have fucking owned the Giants' ass for 10 years. They've yeah. owned it. I've seen that belt that we fight for twice <laughs> in the 10 years we've done it. And it was only because of tiebreakers and yeah. like the points because the Giants have only ever split. We haven't swept the Eagles, I think, in 12 years. It's got, or 13, it's maybe even longer there. than that. Like it's fucking, it's been a long time. Yeah. So, like, 
like again, that goes to my whole other thing. I'm not talking shit this week on Eagles, on Eagles fans. Let you guys go nuts. The only thing I will talk shit on is listen. Philadelphia is not that far from New York. Okay. You know, they, you know, culturally, sure, there's some different things, but it's not that far from New York. Coach Sirianni, my brother, my brother in Christ. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is you doing eating a Pizza Hut stuffed Dude. crust fucking pizza? <laughs> are you like, what the fuck are you eating? At no. Don't, don't get pizza. Get cheesesteaks. There's got to be some better. Listen. Philadelphia might not have great pizza, but yeah. there's got to be better pizza than a fucking stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> I know yeah. that there's better food or other stuff to get. But he's like, I was craving a, uh, you know, I was craving a stuffed crust uh, pizza hut. I was. I, 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 I don't that. mind. I don't mind stuffed crust, but pizza hut. That that's no. like that's like Papa John's. Stu- stuffed crust. Stuffed crust is an abomination of God. No, you gotta get no, the right cheese gross. inside. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. You no. don't know what you're talking I, about. No, listen. <laughs> I'm from northern New Jersey. I know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to fucking pizza. All right, Gabagool, how you doing? Uh, that, like, that's that's the only shit talk you're going to get from me is you're going to be eating a stuffed crust Pizza Hut pizza. Dude, if you're going to be sitting in the office watching the game, studying film, doing shit like that, get some real food in there. huh? Come on. You're in Philly. You're a head coach. You're worth millions of dollars. You're going to get fucking Pizza Hut. Come on. What do you got? You got an advertising deal? That's the only reason that makes any sense. It's yeah. an advertising deal with Pizza Hut. <laughs> only thing. Let's uh, let's jump right to the Chargers-Jaguars game. Oh, we're going to go there. Yeah, we're going to go there. For, I, we're not going in order. We're going to jump no, around. Because okay. I don't want to forget about this game. I remember I was drunk when I texted I, you. I can't forget about the game. <laughs> Dude, I was, I, I was doing something on my laptop. And uh, I had the TV. Looking I had up the, porn, probably. Yeah, yeah you, know, you know, inappropriate, yeah. inappropriate, inappropriate. Okay, I was I was gonna go somewhere, but I'll, I'll leave that for our our, our private chats. Um, no, don't, no, don't say that. Now it sounds like we look at porn <laughs> together. That's no, ah, ah, no. Oh boy. Okay, so um, and I looked over. I, I what was it? Twenty-seven nothing at halftime, right? Chargers. Yes. And I'm no, like, uh, no. At halftime, it was twenty-seven-seven. The Jaguars scored a late touchdown in the first half. Yeah, and but I was, I was the like, Chargers were leading twenty-seven nothing. Yeah, and I was like, this this game's over. But I, and I was legit about to turn it off. But I was like, you know what? I just want to keep because I was down here by myself, and I was like, I just want background noise on while I you know do logos and stuff like that. Right. And, right. Um, Going, 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 and I pick my head up over, and I'm like, okay, you know, Jacksonville's driving, touchdown, 27-14. I'm like, okay, 27-21 or whatever was the next score. I'm like, if they get another score here, they might have a chance to pull this this comeback off. And that's when I start watching. Holy shit, dude. Talk about a game and a half. Well, because this was the thing. Like, I, I, it was kind of the same way. After the, the, uh, the 4 o'clock game, which was uh, San Francisco-Seattle. Good game, by the way. Uh, and then the Jacksonville game happens, and it's like, oh, no, interception right off the bat. And then it's like, oh, no, another interception. And it's yeah. like, oh, this is going to get bad. And that's it. But when you look at it, it's 27 nothing. And I was like, all right. And this is done. So now I'm just laying on the couch with my fiance. I'm playing. I think I was playing some kind of like uh, pool game on my, on my phone, just shooting pool, you know, uh, because – at this point, the game is background noise. Yeah. Not only that, but Al Michaels and Tony Dungeon would put me to sleep. 
uh, they had zero enthusiasm, which you can understand. Uh, my problem was they had zero enthusiasm as the Jaguars were coming back. <laughs> yeah. But this is it. I'm just sitting there like I'm not even paying attention to the game now because I'm like, okay, this is over. This is this this has a chance to be Georgia TCU. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's like, thank you, Jaguars, for coming. You did a great job getting to the playoffs and winning your division after being terrible. But, uh, you know, you still got a lot of rebuilding to do, still stuff like that. That's fine. Um, so I'm doing all that, and uh, and then the Jaguars come out, and and they get a they get a score. Oh, okay. Well, oh, 27-14. Oh, they're going to make something out of this, huh? They're going to try to anyway. Yeah, good for them. But, you know, it's like, you know, the Chargers got Herbert. Even without Mike Williams, they still have Keenan Allen. You still got, you know, you, you got wet. Like, they're, they're fine. They're yeah. fine. They're going to be fine. And then, no, they stop them. And then, oh, the Jaguars go down. And they score. And then the Chargers get it. And they get a field goal. So now it's, you know, okay, 23. Okay. And so it's, it's I think at that point, it's 30 to 20. Because the Jaguars had gone for two and missed it. Even though there was a penalty end zone, they didn't call it. So it was 30 to 20, 10-point game. And you're like, 10-point game? I was like, oh, all right. Uh, the Jaguars didn't score. Chargers got it. They go down the field. Uh, they have to kick a field goal. Dicker the kicker, who's been pretty automatic, <laughs> and this one was 30-something yards or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, okay, this is going to put it now to 13 points, so it's going to be a two-score, you know, a, a basically a two-touchdown game again. And time is starting to run down at this point, so you're like, you know, that should be it. And he fucking missed it. He hooked it. And now you're like, Oh, you could start. You could start feeling it. You could start feeling it. like when Hulk Hogan started to shake in the middle of the ring and it started hulking up. It was like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. this is this is it. And sure enough, the Jaguars go down the field. They score. They go for two. They get it this time because uh, Joey Bosa loses his fucking mind again because he's like, I'm being held, or I think it might have been an offside or something. And he's trying to talk to the ref and he slams he's, his helmet down gets another unsportsmanlike conduct he penalty. said something to that ref did you see that video that, 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 the first one is when he said something to the ref and then the ref ran up to him and was like motherfucker you said what yeah and then through the flight <laughs> like i had like that ref had that look on his like oh sweet child you did not just <laughs> yeah. say that to me motherfucker like so i you know and knowing jo joey bosa's history who knows what he fucking yeah. said yeah I'm, I'm getting uh, tired of him Though, Joey Bosa, um, I, most people I think are tired of Joey Bosa. Yeah. At this point, uh, I, I think it's clear that Nick is the better Bosa. Yeah. Not just not just in uh, skill level, but in temperament and you know <laughs> ability to communicate. And according to my uh, my fiance, his arms are clearly better. So, um, <laughs> but so he loses his shit. So now that gives uh, a penalty. So they get one yard closer. So that's when they, they were going to go for the extra point. Bosa gets the penalty. They move it to the one-yard line. So they say, okay, screw it. We'll go for the two points. And Trevor Lawrence is long enough. He could just reach the ball over yeah. the goal line standing there. And he's fine. So they do that. So now it's 28 to 30. So now like, that's a two-point game. It's like all they need is one more stop and get in field goal range. And they got this game. Yeah. And sure enough. They start, so now all of a sudden this whole time where you're sit, I'm sitting on a couch playing my little video game on my phone I'm like oh it's background noise anyway you know it's just something while we sit here and you know I'll finish the rest of the snacks that we had to put out and we'll do all that kind of stuff and then it's like they're not really going to do this they're not really are they really <laughs> are they really going to are they really going to do this 
And then sure enough, they stop the charges. They go down the field. That fourth and one fucking sweep call. Yeah. Uh, was what a what a fucking call that got him like 20 yards, <laughs> made it pretty much an automatic field goal. Time runs all the way down, snap, kick, hold, up, good. I mean, just what a what a what an unbelievable scene to come back from 27 points down. And this is what I'm talking about. People can talk about how the Jaguars came back and oh, that's a, that's such a defensive problem and all this other shit. The Chargers scored three points in that second half. Yeah. They just went flat. And that makes me think, if Trevor Lawrence hadn't thrown four interceptions in the fucking first <laughs> half, how many, how many points would the Chargers scored? Yes. Because without getting a ball, basically right in scoring position in red zone uh, territory with these bad picks that, that Trevor Lawrence had thrown in that first half, we, they didn't move the ball at all. Yeah. At all so i mean there's a there's a lot there and of course everybody thought how could how does Braden staley still have a job but i think it's clear the answer is that the spanoses are cheap so yeah they're not gonna try to they're not gonna fire him pay him the money that he needs and also try to hire sean payton who's gonna cost him a pretty penny because apparently the spanoses are i believe they said the second poorest owners in the NFL. Oh, that's a bit, oh really? Se- the second least wealthy owners <laughs> in the NFL, which makes sense. And plus, I think the kids are fighting with Dean, who's, you know, the father. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of shit going on there with the Chargers. Uh, and, you know, aside from the fact they should still be in San Diego. Exactly. Don't let me get started on that. So, but just, I mean, just such an improbable win and such a great win for the Jaguars, such a great win for that fan base. That's a, that's a that's such a moment, and it sucks for the Charger fans for the few that are out there, unfortunately yeah. nowadays. Uh, but that's that's that goes up to it's not quite the level of uh, twenty eight to three. Yeah, but it's close. It's, it's close. Yeah, I mean, because it's not. It's, it wasn't the Super Bowl. It's the only reason it's not ever going to be as bad. Well, I mean, they did say it's the third third biggest comeback in in playoff history. So I mean, Super Bowl is playoff. So you got well, no, because the, this was a bigger comeback than the Super Bowl one. Oh, okay. The Super Bowl was only twenty five points. This one was twenty seven. Okay, so I, I thought I saw something that said third third biggest comeback. No, second, no, because the first one was the Bills Oilers. Yeah, which was thirty one points, I think. Yeah. Uh, or thirty 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 two thirty one something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this one for the playoffs. The Vikings now have the one for overall with the Colts this year. Okay. But uh, for the playoffs, it's that Bills-Oilers game in 93, which I remember watching. Uh, and that's how old I am. <laughs> and uh, then this one is the 27 points. Okay. And that's fucking insane. And, and you, you really look at the Jaguars' offense. Okay, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's, he's talented. Um, Travis, I think his first ETN, name. Baby. ETN, He's talented. Who's their receivers though? Like uh, they average. I, I I wish I can remember. But see, that's, no, because they do have they no they do have good receivers. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, uh, I they have that the, one. I forget, I forget their name right now. I don't have anything in front of me. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not a Jaguars fan. I don't follow them. I, I know they have that one kid, uh, Kirk from the Cardinals. They they picked up in the offseason as a free agent. But other than that, I mean, but yet you look on the other side, like you said, with the Chargers, you had Mike Williams. 
You have Keenan Allen. You know, they, they have pieces there. Imagine what this Jaguars team is going to look like in a year or two when they add some more pieces to, to that offense and, and the defense, too. They, they might be no, they might but be trouble. This is what I mean is that they have they have a they have a base now. They have a base in which they can build off of. And yeah. something like this is going to build it. And then also something like this too is what this does is make people say, I want to play down there. Yeah. I want to play for Coach Peterson. I want to play for this fucking stud, Trevor Lawrence. I want the ball thrown to me. I want to be on that defense. I want to be part of Duval. <laughs> I want to be a part of all that. You know, this is a huge, huge win for Jacksonville, yeah. who now have to go to Kansas City. And Big Red versus Dougie P. I think that's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be a lot more interesting than people think. I, I it's agree. It's going to be a lot more interesting. Um, and, and it's, you know, this is a test, you know, am I going to go out as far as to say that, that Jacksonville will win that game? We'll, we'll get to the picks later, Yes, but, uh, I think that game has a chance to be a lot more interesting. Yeah. Cause I mean, than, like, as of right now, I think it's a seven and a half or eight and a half point. Uh, that one swing. is an eight and a half. That yeah. one is an eight and a half point favorite for Kansas city yeah. at home. Understandable. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you have to. By, by all metrics and everything on paper, Kansas City should win that game. Yeah. So, we'll, like I said, we'll get to the picks later. But uh, I think that has a chance to be a lot more interesting. As everything in the playoffs this year has told us, things are going to be a lot more interesting than we ever thought they were going to be. <laughs> like, that, like, listen, the first game, San Francisco and Seattle. I'm yeah. sorry. I went into that game thinking San Francisco is going to own this game. They're going to have this game. And when you look at it at halftime, fucking Seattle had the lead. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, all this talk about San Francisco probably being the best team in the NFC, uh, you know, whether it's them or the Eagles or whoever it's going to be. And there there are a lot of people's Super Bowl favorites. There are a lot of teams where they could do this. Brock Purdy, all the talk about Brock Purdy. They had fucking Paul Heyman do a cut a promo (laughs) for him before the game, which was fucking awesome. I didn't see that. They have all, dude, it was pretty good. If you could go (laughs) find it on Twitter, it was really, really, really good. Um, But... Well, everything Paul Heyman does yeah. is good. <laughs> uh, and then you see this, and it's like, yeah, he came out in his first couple of series. He played like a rookie quarterback. He seemed very shaky, didn't have the best throws, didn't have, you know, uh, uh, didn't seem to have a, a great command of what was going on. But as the game went on, you saw almost kind of like with Trevor Lawrence, there was a bit of that, you know, uh, not sure, not quite. Not 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 right there. And Seattle was hitting everything they needed to hit. And then that second half came and all of a sudden just the one or two mistakes by Seattle. Yeah. And it was the the tide switched immediately. And then it went from Seattle having, I think it was a one point lead. I think it was 17 16 at halftime. Yeah. They had a one point lead. And then next thing you know, you you blunk and it was two touchdowns down. Yeah. And it's like Oh shit! And uh, I'll say this though: massive credit to Geno Smith, massive credit to the Seattle Seahawks for an absolutely insane and amazing year for them, and for something that nobody fucking saw coming. Yeah. Like again, I remember doing a show with you talking about how Seattle's going to be maybe the worst team in NFL history. Yeah. 
going into the season. They're going to be so bad. They're starting Geno Smith, and their only other option is Drew Locke. They are <laughs> fucked. They're terrible. They don't have Geno. They don't have uh, Russell Wilson or any of that, and blah blah blah. Turns out, they. I mean, Geno Smith had a career reawakening. God bless him. Good for him. It's great to see him. Uh, after so many years of, you know, again, being ruined by the Jets. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, uh, Ben McAdoo kind of fucked him over in the Giants where he became the one to end Eli's streak yeah. for starting. And it was like, that was just a bad spot for him. That was a bad spot for everybody on the team that there was no reason to do that at that point. Like it was just, it, it just, it was, it was weird. There was no reason for that. Like he just, and, it, and again, he bounced around, bounced around, bounced around didn't seem like he was ever going to get a chance to really show what he could do. And that's the thing. People forget that when he was at West Virginia, man, he was a fucking stud. Oh yeah. He was a stud coming out of college and to see him in a situation where he was allowed to flourish and be who he always was and who just nobody ever saw. I mean, that, that was, that was, that was great. It was surprising. It was fun to see. So again, uh, overall, yes, I understand Seattle fans might be disappointed, but what, I mean, if, if you went into the season, the way Seattle was going and I said, listen, you're going to get to play your division rival in, in the playoffs. Yeah. And you may not win, but you'll, you're, you're going to get there. I think, I think they would take it. Yeah. I think oh, you yeah. take it. And plus they still get a fucking top five pick. Yeah. And, and they're the same boat as the Giants. You, They were basically just playing with house money. They, they were supposed to be equivalent, if not, like like we said, worse than what the Giants were supposed to be. And well, that's, that's why, too, if I'm Seattle or well, and Gino, I try to work out a contract and stay in Seattle. I mean, Seattle. Knows, I think he ha- well, he has one there. I thought I saw He's him there a, for a bit. I thought, see, I thought I saw him make a comment of, you know, he 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 played into a, a starting contract come next season. Maybe and maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they'll rework it. Um, maybe they'll do something but, like that. And, I mean, and, you, you don't want to go to Drew Locke. I mean, you know what you got in Gino. You know, you know what Drew Locke's gonna do. Why? And, why, but, why well, not you know. Well, Locke? again, we said that about Gino, and look what happened. Yeah, that's, so that's true. I'm yeah. not. I'm not one that's gonna sit here and you know. I think quarterbacks need the right environment, the right people around them, good coaching and stuff like that. You know, if anything. Uh, what Dable has done with Daniel Jones shows you that. Now, again, with Daniel Jones, it was always there. He had the physical talent. He had the ability. It was just the little things, you know, holding on to the fucking football, <laughs> making the right decisions with the football. Don't try to force things. Don't cause interceptions. You know, using your legs in the right manner, in the right way, doing things like that. Yeah. And when you see what the Giants have done this year, and what Dable has done with Daniel Jones, and you start looking at it and you start realizing, like when I posted uh, in the preseason, because when everybody was trying to talk shit, oh, Daniel Jones sucks, they gotta get rid of him. Oh, Giants should, the Giants, the Giants should trade for Baker Mayfield was a legitimate fucking <laughs> argument from people. Like, are you out of your skull? But seriously, that was things people were saying. And I remember posting the stat line, I remember it came up on one of the television networks, and I posted the screenshot showing how very similar the stats are between Daniel Jones and Josh Allen. Yeah. 
And people like that's so, how dare you try to compare Daniel Jones with Josh Allen? Josh Allen does a, and people forget that for the first two years, people were screaming to get rid of Josh Allen. He's a bust. He's terrible. He's awful. And he was. Let's not forget that. The first two years of Josh Allen's career, he sucked donkey ass. Yeah. He was terrible. Guess what happened, though? They brought in Brian Dayball. And he worked with them. And now Josh Allen is considered to be an elite top-level quarterback. Although now, Dayball's with the Giants and – Josh Allen, as we saw in Sunday's early game, still can't stop turning the ball over. Yeah. That that, that was amazing in, in the red zone there. And he's done it all year. Yeah. All year. He's got the highest amount of red zone turnovers in the NFL. But you look at Daniel Jones, I think he's got 22 total touchdowns, five interceptions all year. Cut down. Yeah, I think he's got uh, – what do you have? Two fumbles this year? I think he had two fumbles this year. Something like getting that. Get hit it's from very, the blind side. Yeah, you know, getting low. left out. So compared to what he was doing, I think he had like ten at some point in one of in one of these past seasons he had. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just those little things. It's those little, little things. And having you put if you put the people in the right spot, in the right situation to succeed, they'll succeed. Like look at Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith. Everybody said, "Oh, he's a bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. He's a bust." You put him in the right situation, he succeeded. Tom Brady, not in a great situation. Offensive line's bad. A lot of weapons were hurt. Poor defense. Different coaching staff doesn't really fit his needs or what he was doing. And look what happened. They yeah. made that motherfucker throw sixty fucking six times on fucking Monday night. Uh, Are you kidding me? I'll tell you what. I I watched. The first half of that game and two drives of the second half because I figured, okay, you know, maybe with the, with how the uh, NFL's been this past weekend and all year long, maybe the real Tom Brady will, will step up and, and bring them back. And when I saw those first two drives of the second half, I'm like, that's not Tom Brady. That, that's 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 Drew Locke out there. or you know. No, but see, no, again, I'm not putting it on Brady. I'm putting well, it on a situation. No, no, I and, know. And then that's when I found out when I woke up the next day that he passed 66 times. I'm like, you're not going to, I don't care who you are. You're not going to win a game if your team has to pass 66 and, times. And that's what I mean. Like, even like well, I was watching the Manning cast and even Peyton's going there. Like, you know, it would be nice if you'd run the ball once or twice, yeah. you know. And that was in late first quarter. They just, they said, guess what? We're just not running. <clears throat> Pardon me. They're just not running the ball today. They're just. We guess what, guys? When I hey Leonard, Leonard, take a seat. Playoff Lenny. You yeah. don't have to worry about playoff Lenny. He can take a seat. It's like sixty six fucking passes. Like what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? I mean, you usually average what seventy five play calls a game. Seventy five to eighty. Eighty. I mean, that eighty is is high, but. I mean, come on, you got, even if you're getting one, two yards a clip, you still got to run the ball. You're talking somewhere between that. Like you said, if, if that's the case, I don't know how many total plays they ran, but you're talking somewhere between 80 and 90% of the plays Yeah, was Brady dropping back to pass. Stupid, 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 stupid. And that's what I mean. I certainly hope he doesn't retire. Yeah. Uh, I certainly hope that he goes to Vegas or, or wherever. Um to for one last kind of run you got josh mcdaniels out there maybe he can save him and make him look like a genius again yeah uh you got Devontae adams the raiders have a good defense like the Ra the raiders are not a terrible team no they're not a terrible team so you know who knows who knows what comes out of that who knows how that'll look um 
again, they got Josh Jacobs out there. So I don't think you're going to have to worry about uh, uh, Tom well, Brady throwing 66 fucking times out there. Well, J- Jacobs uh, is not under contract when the season ends. Oh, he will be. From the Raiders? Oh, he's the, he's the oh. NFL rushing leader. Yeah. He's getting fucking paid. Yeah, I was going to say, he's probably looking at the Raiders now like, I bet you wish you picked up my fifth, fifth year, aren't you? So he'll get there. He'll get there. He'll get it. And the Raiders, you know, uh, for for everything, all the money that they save from not firing Josh McDaniels, they'll they'll do they'll that. Put it on him. So st- staying with um, the Dallas game, um, can you kick the ball at all? Listen, sometimes you just have a bad night. Listen, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm chalking that up to because listen, bad night is I've maybe seen, two misses. I've, se- I've seen Brett Maher kick footballs now for how what five six years or whatever how long he's been with the cowboys uh he is one of the nfl's elite kickers he is a thousand percent he he kicks the ball it goes through yeah 99.6 percent of the time it does he just had a night where something was in his fucking skull and i'm telling you i think someone got to him and said missed the missed extra points were breaking your legs because how, no. how those balls were coming out, you know, off his foot and everything, they weren't like, oh, I just missed it. They were knuckle pucks. No, he no. Again, I, it's like it's like a golfer who gets the yips. It's like a, a, you know, if you're playing tennis and you just all of a sudden your serves are fucking wild and I like every now and then you just get. You, you, I think it happens to to everybody, and you hope you work them out in practice, but uh, whatever the case is. Uh, I certainly hope he works it out before I'd, they go to San Francisco or I, Santa I Clara. I don't. I hope he keeps missing. Well, I mean, no, I hope for his sake. I mean, I, <laughs> well, for his sake, fuck, yes. For the Cowboys, the Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. I don't care about the Cowboys. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I I felt bad. I just wonder if, if there was something going on behind, like, like practices and stuff, because it, it was the second one I think he missed is when the, the camera caught um, Dak Prescott yelling, you know, Why are we going for two? It was the yeah. second or third one, yeah. And so, I mean, that shows he, that Dak Prescott has no confidence in the kicker. Well, at that point, no. When you miss two extra points, it's like fucking. What are we doing? Yeah, that, that's that's the point. Is it's it's it's, it's an extra point. It should be automatic, and you and you miss the first two, and then you go for it again. You miss a third one, and then they try it again just for shits and giggles, yeah. and he misses again. Um. And and I understand trying to to keep with your boy. I understand it. Like you 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 want to get with him. And and let's face facts: the Cowboys were not in danger of losing that yeah. game after the third touchdown. So even with it being eighteen nothing and having missed three straight extra points, uh, I got. I think he. I think he got his fit. They, they did, I think they tried for it. He got one of them. Yeah, after after the fourth one, he he because the fourth one is when one. Dak or, or the fourth one is when um Peyton. So either an extra point or a field goal or something. They got something because yeah. they stopped going for field goals. Still, I remember that on that fourth down, uh, play where they went and got the touch where Dak got a touchdown and then they went for an extra point and he missed it. <laughs> um, but like I, I, Brett Moore, I you know again. I he is one of the elite kickers in the NFL. He's one of the kickers that you know by name. Yeah. You know, like you know, uh, Justin Tucker. You know, uh, Graham Gano. You know, uh, 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 
Butker from Kansas City. Like, you know some of these names. Yeah. Like, Brett Maher is one of those names you know. So, when you're a kicker and you're, no, you're known, like, you're, you're, you're an elite kicker. You're at the top of your game. Uh, he just, again, he just had a bad night. Whether it was the grass, whether it was, you know, I, I, I don't know. Did he have a bad fucking chimichanga or something before <laughs> the game or – you know, did he uh, did he get frisky with one of the the, the lady pirates uh, <laughs> that hang out by the ship? I don't know. I don't know what got into him, but uh, you certainly hope for him and for his career that he's able to turn that around because you'd hate to see him uh, lose a job for that. But again, I don't think he'd be unemployed that long because no. his track record is good. If he the Cowboys do let him go, you know, another team will pick him up quickly. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so since watching the Dallas game and obviously the Giants game, who do you think had a, a better game, Jones or Prescott? Jones. I think I'll put it this way because again, with with that Prescott, the the contract he has, the notoriety that he has, everything else that he has on him it's expected that he performs at an elite level. And when he doesn't, and let's be honest, he hasn't for a, a long time now, Yeah, uh, and especially this season, you know, you have things turn against you. Now, again, he played well. Was it against a great team or a great defense? Not really. So there's still going to people that doubt him. Now, again, I go to Jones and there's a lot of arguments to be made that way. People well, well, Minnesota's defense sucks. To be fair, they do. Yeah. Uh, they did not play well. But the majority of the people out there were saying that that didn't matter if Minnesota's defense was weak or not because Daniel Jones sucks. The Giants don't have receivers. The Giants are bad and they're going to lose the game. So when you have Daniel Jones perform the way he does, become the first quarterback in NFL history with over 300 yards, two passing touchdowns, and 70 plus yards rushing. Again, first quarterback in history to do that in the playoffs yeah uh even against the defense that you may not think is great what daniel jones did was say listen whether you think i'm elite or not doesn't fucking matter what matters is that i performed great no turnovers was throwing dimes was using his legs on a lot of, on that one drive. They ran him like fucking seven times on undesigned runs, but he was <laughs> yeah. making it. That's what I mean. Is like this motherfucker makes it. Yeah, you know, like he's stiff arming Patrick Peterson. Like he stiff armed that dude to the shadow realm. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I I actually thought he got hurt that one uh, quarterback sneak that he got. Bent backwards. Yeah, you saw that. Oh I was like, god. "Oh my god, they broke him in half." Yeah. <laughs> I turned it. I turned it to Jr. I was like, "My god, he's broken in half." But but he but 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 again, tough. It reminded me a little bit of I don't know if any uh, if you remember this uh, the the 2011 NFC Championship game, uh, Giants against San Francisco. Eli Manning got yeah murdered in that game. Oh yeah, he got beat. To shit. And the one thing I will always remember about that game is after every hit, and he had some <laughs> fucking tooth rattlers, man. But after every hit, he got up. He was covered in mud yep. and dirt and blood. Like he was fucking just beat to shit. 
But after every play, he would get up and he'd stand in there and he'd take the hits and the completions would be made. Mm-hmm. And the passes would be made and the plays would be made. And he would stand in there and take it. And it was just a level of toughness. And after seeing some of the hits that, that DJ was taking and that he was inflicting, and then also on that, like you said, the QB sneak where he got fucking bent in half. And then he gets up, shakes his shoulders a little bit, goes back to the huddle, gets everybody going. Like there was such a such a equal, you know, like like a reminding moment for me of just like oh, it, it felt like it. Like it just yeah. feels like it, you yeah. know. And it's just like and and that's when it started like getting real for me. And that's when I started getting rid of that. Like you keep on talking about the house money thing. That's when the house money kind of sentiment in my mind started to go away a bit. And I like, I'm start like you start seeing some things like that. And all of a sudden it's like, maybe, maybe, maybe this is more than just playing with house of money. Maybe this is, maybe this is something. Yeah. Maybe this is something more. Maybe this is like, what is, what is going on? Like, what is, what do we do? Like, can, can this, is this something like we've seen it before? The Giants coming in as a six seed, being nine and seven or nine, seven and one in this case. And you kind of figure they're an afterthought and they go on the road and they beat a higher seeded team. And then they got to go on the road again and play the number one seed. And then, you know, like, like well, what, what happens? Like it's it just, if there's a team, if there's a franchise that has made a living in the last 20 years, of being the team that just gets into the playoffs and personifies the just get in and anything can happen. Yeah. It's the New York giants. And I'm, you know, you, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not saying this is what is expected right now, but there's a feeling there's a, there's a gleam, there's a gleam, <laughs> man, there's a gleam, uh, you know, and it just, if something feel, it's starting to feel like something more than house money. Yeah. Not no. to not to scare you. Not to not to not to put you off I mean, your feet it, here. It, it, it did sound like a little bit of a trash talk there, but um, we'll, we'll let. It's we'll, not we'll, trash we'll talk. Let go. At what point? <laughs> at what point did I ever trash talk the Eagles? I did it. I did not. Yeah, I'm not you, trash you talking Eagles. You insinuated it. I didn't insinuate anything. Yeah, you did. I didn't insinuate anything. <laughs> Again, I've talked about the last time the Giants said this. The last time the Giants did this, the two times that we did it, we didn't we didn't play the Eagles. That's we played the thing. Cowboys and the Packers. Yeah, we didn't do, we didn't do, we didn't do this, and, and the Forty ers in two thousand eleven. Like we didn't, we didn't do this. We didn't do it to the Eagles. And you want to talk a little bit about the the Bills Miami game too? Because that that was another game. again another fucking shocking game where yeah. you're talking about the the Dolphins were leading. Yeah, at a point in that game, and again, Josh Allen always with the fucking interceptions, like always with the turnovers, costly turnovers, bad turnovers. And that's, again, that's why Miami had the lead at one point in that game was because he kept on throwing picks. Now, granted, there were a couple picks there that were clearly uh, uh receiver. I think okay. there's the Paul Paps from the Dan Patrick show. He wants to have a new, I think it's called like a receiver cause interception RCIs. Okay. Which I think is a great idea for yeah. first step because how many times do we look to say, well, that's not on the quarterback. That shouldn't be on a quarterback. Uh, but there were a couple where it hit the receiver right in the hands and he would bounce it and bobble it. And then, you know, the Dolphins would go and intercept it. So, uh, but man, what a great game. The Dolphins put up a fight I didn't think they had. Yeah. And I think they would have, especially with uh, 
their third string quarterback, who I, I am actually struggling to remember what the fuck his name was. Last name. Uh, I think it's Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. There we go. See, Sky, I knew it was I'm, I'm something. good for something. You are. Thank you for having memory because I, I'd be fucked. I really would. Um, but, I mean, they, they played exceptionally well. What killed them was trying to get the fucking plays in that time. On Dude, time. that was bad. Um, when when you have the ability to do so and you and you don't and also I think asking a little too much of Skyler I think yeah. listen don't ask your third string rookie quarterback I mean again San Francisco is doing that right now but I, in Miami's case I would be like don't ask him to try to squeeze things in a tight window yeah on the road. And uh, you know, in a hostile environment, and get, you know, like I think there were some things like that. Also, Tyree Kill and and Waddle. Oh my God! Absolutely let him down with dropping some of those balls right in the chest, right in the hands. So many times, great throws, and they just dropped them. For me, and, for me, it was mostly Waddle too, because there were big bombs that he had and just dropped. And listen, if they catch those balls, it's it's a completely different game, and the Dolphins might have pulled away exactly in that game. Like you, you can't drop those balls, and especially like you're supposed to be like top flight NFL receivers. You're supposed to try and make your third string quarterback look good because you know, listen, everybody else is injured. You have to step up your game, and now here you are getting picked your perfect throws to you and you're dropping the ball you can't do it you can't do it yeah so i mean again miami had to play a near perfect game to win that game and they didn't and they still almost won the game that's that tells me that just a couple of those plays if a couple of those plays go the other way you're 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 looking at a completely different thing and now we're talking about maybe the super bowl favorite all year is already home. Yeah. How crazy of that. How crazy that would have been the most super wild of wild card weekend <laughs> results if the Bills had fucking lost. And then you go to the other one. We thought, oh, well, this is easy. They played last week and they handled them pretty well. So they they should do the same thing this week. And then again, the Bengals struggling like hell against the fucking Ravens. Yeah. With Tyler Huntley. Now Huntley's uh just a backup, right? He's not a third string. No, he's just a backup. Backup, okay. Uh, maybe soon to be starter because yeah. how things are going there in Baltimore. Um, <laughs> and listen, that that whole that whole franchise is the best. What J.K. Dobbins was saying after the game is yeah you, ridiculous. To, yeah, to me, you you can't say that to to, and to especially because I'm sorry, Tyler Huntley played an absolutely amazing game. Yeah, and he had them on the cusp. I think trying to go for that QB sneak. Was a, was a bad call, but that's a play call. Yeah, that's on that's on Harbaugh. That's not on 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 Huntley. You know, again, Huntley's not Trevor Lawrence. If that was Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence could have just stuck his arm out and he would have <laughs> fucking got it. I get it. Yeah, but he's not that guy. Um, is is J.K. Dobbins wrong in saying that if Lamar was playing that game that they would have won? I I don't know. But I don't know if they would have done much better than what Huntley gave them. I don't. And, and, I don't know that. And that's the thing is, we've seen playoff Lamar, and he doesn't take his he doesn't game do to well much level. Yeah, exactly. No, no, he does not. So, 
and I honestly think with all that, and plus then, all, like, listen, I understand there are people out there trying to defend them, saying, well, he does have a PCL, and if he does have that, and there's knee swelling, and, and I understand that, and especially yeah. for somebody who is playing for a contract, you don't want to risk then, you know, ripping your knee up. Exactly. And then being out of it. Like, I get that. I do understand that. But you explain that, explain that to everybody else in the locker room. Yeah. Explain that to everybody. You're supposed to be the leader in there. And now explain it to everybody else who is playing with, you know, deep tissue bruises and with swollen knees and with tears and sprains and poles all over their body, which everybody has at this point of the year. Yeah. And go in there and tell them, sorry, guys, I can't play. I can't risk. I can't risk my contract coming up. Can't do it. Yeah. You know, um, that's yeah. a hard look. That's yeah. a hard look. I understand it, but it's a hard look. And that's also why I don't, I don't, I don't think Lamar's in Baltimore next year. No, I, I think he's, he's gone. Um, but I think, I think he's going to sit out. I think that's going to be my prediction because I don't see Baltimore just letting him walk and get nothing in return. I could see Baltimore tagging him something like franchise or a transition. transition. Well, they'll, they'll franchise tag him. He won't sign it. It'll be a thing, but it'll be it'll be basically a, 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 a sign and trade. It'll be yeah. they'll trade into somebody if they agree to like like they like what happened with the Sean and the Browns. Yeah, they'll get traded. They'll sign. There'll be a new contract wherever he goes, and that'll be that. And if I was a betting man, I think I know where Lamar's going to end up next year. To tell you the truth, where do you think? J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I mean, it makes sense. I think it's, that's where he's going. Basically, just a quarterback away. They they got the receivers now. They have a defense that's fucking stacked. Yeah. They have a great offense, running back, wide receivers. They have everything set and, and to if, do something. If uh how do you pronounce his name, the head coach? Salah. Uh, Salah, Robert Salah. Salah. If he can't win with Lamar Jackson in that team, he's you can't got win. yeah, he's gotta go. Yeah. You know, so you, you ran uh, out of your all of your excuses to And they'll to have a new O C. They'll have a new OC um, because they fired the floor. So yeah, I saw that. Too. We're gonna see. So, but I think that is where he ends up, and I think that uh, I think that'll be interesting, especially here in the New York area. It's gonna be very interesting. Um, but that's what I see happening there. And now you got a matchup that, again was postponed uh, a couple of weeks ago because of obviously the the insane happenings that happened on the field uh, yeah. with DeMar Hamlin and, and being resuscitated and, uh, you know, now he's at home and everything like that. But now you have two teams who everybody kind of wants to see them face each other but who didn't have the greatest playoff games. Yeah. Who kind of were, you know, uh, uh, not sleepwalking, but didn't perform to the level that we thought they would have, or maybe their opponents just played harder than they thought, or was going to be. So that's going to be interesting to see how that happens and what happens with that game. Like I, again, it's close enough, and I'm not after, especially after seeing a Buffalo performance against Miami. I don't think it's a it's a lock that they win this game. No, I don't think it's a lock they win that game at all. 
Um, well, since we're talking about the the Bills Bengals games, do you want to do our our playoff picks? I was going to say we went through all the super wild card weekend, so now I think it's time to go to. Uh, I don't know. What are they? They just call it a divisional round, huh? There's no cool so, so adjective. I was going to so. say they they go from a cool name to blah to just the divisional round. It's like it should be like big dick divisional round <laughs> Saturday or yeah, whatever. You know, I don't, like you know, triple D playoff games or I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> double D. Everybody loves a double D divisional playoff round. Big old hanging double Ds. See, we got two divisional games on Saturday and Sunday. The double Ds for two days. Double D D divisional. Durr. See, that's why NFL once again, three weeks in a row, they should hire us. We would be good uh, at these, these naming we'd things. Be, we'd be good consultants. We would make excellent <laughs> consultants. We only ask for about $40 million each for our consulting work. We'll be fine. You know, uh, uh, I think that's fine. We could yeah, do that. I, I think that's that, that's agreeable. <laughs> I think that's um, I think that's more than amenable. Yeah, no, I think we're, yeah, 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 yeah. We could do that. We could do that. So, all right. So our playoff picks from last week, you know, me and King were talking before the show. I think the only one that we... Uh, were different on were the Jaguars Chargers game. I took the Chargers first half looked like I was right. Second half, King was right. <laughs> I know, yeah. After that, after, after that first half, I was just like, okay, well, I misjudged that because my whole thing going is I was like, San Francisco game should be a blowout, but I think that uh, that Jaguars uh, Chargers game will be close. Will be a good one. Yeah. And then it's like, oh wow, Niners and Seahawks was close for three and a half quarters. That's amazing. And then it's like. You get that first half of the Chargers game. It's like, well, shit, I was wrong about this one. <laughs> and it turns out, nah, I actually turned out to be pretty close. But and and I won. Um, the only game I believe I lost was I picked. I I, I believed in Tom. I believed yeah. in Tom too much. Yeah, both of us. And and uh, lost that one. So uh, I that would make me five and one. That would make you four and two. Yeah. And now we go to division the divisional round, the big dick double D divisional round. <laughs> so <laughs> we we will leave the Giants Eagles game for last pick. I I figured that was uh that was the way we were gonna go. And, and, and the other thing too, I, I'm glad there's no mon- no Monday night game. I I don't like that there was a Monday night game yeah. this time. I understand why ABC pushed for it, but have that be on Sunday night or push that like do your game another time because what a disadvantage for whoever wins that yeah. Monday night game. Now you only have and you know again they're going to have sixty, but now uh, they're going. Dallas is going to San Francisco. San Francisco has two extra days to prepare exactly because they played on Saturday. Yeah, and Dallas played on Monday. Like that's I I don't I don't. I don't see how that's fair at all. I, I don't like it. I'm with Tony Dungy on this. I heard him on Dan Patrick's show today talking about it. I don't like it. I don't think there's a lot of people who do like it. Yeah. Um, they need to fix that for next year and realize, hey, maybe, maybe don't do that, especially for our league that makes sure the trade, you know, there's no Monday night game or Thursday night game on the last week of the year to make sure that everything is kind of done squarely and fairly and yeah. make sure nobody has anything. I think they have some Saturday games, but if anything that gives some teams an extra day, which isn't terrible, yeah. you know, like whatever, uh, but doing, doing Mondays, a Monday night fucking playoff game. I'm not, a, I'm not got to say, I don't like it. Once again, hire us NFL. Uh, all right. So let's start with, um, Dougie P and Big Red. I was going to say this one's the Saturday four thirty game. Yes, uh, this one's going to be at Arrowhead. Obviously, the Chiefs being the number one seed, 
Jaguars going in there. Dow, they are eight and a half point underdogs going in. Okay. Arrowhead. Understandable. I think this game is going to be a lot more interesting than people think it would be. I, if I was a betting man, again, I'm not because I'm poor as fuck, but if I was a betting man, I I would seriously consider taking I'd put a sprinkle on that on that eight and a half point spread. I would put a little sprinkle on the Jaguars on that one. Um but if straight up, if we're going picks, until proven otherwise, and I've said this all year, the Chiefs is the Chiefs. Uh so I gotta go Kansas City. All right. Um I, I agree about the whole betting thing. I mean eight and a half, that's high. I, I would no matter what, Jaguars should be the underdog of this game. Um, but I think it should be more of a four and a half, five point, maybe uh, underdog. Um, hey, listen, Jaguars lose by a touchdown, you still win your money. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I kind of remember in the past year or two, um, Jacksonville playing Kansas City, and I think Doug Peterson has won against Andy Reid. So it's not like you know the teacher is better than the, the pupil or the, not pupil. Did I say that right? The pupil's better than the teacher, I think yeah. is what you're trying to say, or something like that, right? Um, so I'm gonna go with Jaguars. I'm going with the the upset here. You're going straight upset, and I, I no think, no neutral site game at all. Yeah, yeah. Screw that neutral That's, site shit. Shush, neutral shush, 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 shush. Say that neutral five times. Shit. Say that neutral five shush, times shush, fast. Shush, shush. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't uh, say it once. Normal. <laughs> Can you imagine what Saturday night's gonna be for me? When I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, dude, I, like I said, I I I may live stream it on YouTube, just myself and my reactions. I, I, I thought about doing it for for us, but I, I want to watch the game. See, well, no, see how I, it, it, it would literally just be my cell phone no, no, recording yeah. me on YouTube on the State Tune Sports YouTube channel. Yeah, um, which you could put out there, and I, I might do it. I might not. I will let everybody know. And it will just be me yelling and cursing and just sitting there and probably drinking Jaeger and do. <laughs> that is what we are looking at there. Okay, so now let's move on to Sunday's games. Okay, Sunday. Uh, the early three. game, the three o'clock game, that will be uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. They will be at the Buffalo Bills. Currently, Cincinnati is a five point underdog. Okay. Going to Buffalo. This one gives me pause because I'm not too boy. Like I, I want to say Buffalo cause I've been riding that Buffalo train all season. Yeah. Cincinnati's good though. And they have a good defense and Josh Allen cannot stop turning the fucking ball over. If he can't, if he turns the ball over, more than once, if they get two turnovers, if the Bengals get two turnovers, they win this game. I can agree to that. If the if the Bengals get two turnovers, they win this game. And I'm going to tell you what, the way Josh Allen has played, I think the Bengals are getting two turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I hate this because my niece is a huge Bills fan, and I'm going to be rooting for the Bills for her. Um, but I I I just. Unless Josh can clean up the turnovers, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bengals in this one. Okay. Um, I'm going Bills. Um, I think, and not to to bring up the last time they met with what happened, and everything. I think he got through that game out of how it was going before the the injury. Um, 
Right. I, I think injury. <laughs> yeah. As soon, as soon as I said that, I'm like, you know, dude, that's more of an injury, injury to the car, into the cardiac muscle, <laughs> deep cardiac um, muscle injury. Um, but I think, I think Hamlin is kind of still in their head, and I think not not necessarily revenge per se, but I think the Bills are going to be playing harder because of what happened that last time, and I'm I'm going with the Bills here. Um, five point. If, if. Uh, yes, if if I, I will say this, if Demar Hamlin comes out, oh my God, dude! Can before you... the kickoff, I will that that my pick will immediately switch to the Bills. Yes, I want to put this in here. If Demar Hamlin shows up during the game at any point, I'm switching my pick to the Bills. Totally agree. And until but if that doesn't happen, I'm I'm sticking with the Bengals and have him as a team captain. Walk out there for for the coin toss right. he, and look them I mean. right in the eyes. Like if he's on the screen, that that doesn't. If he's on the yeah. screen, it doesn't matter. If he walks into that fucking stadium, yeah, that's I I'm immediately pick switches to the Bills, and and that's how we're going with that. That's that is what I'm doing. Yeah. But if that doesn't I mean, happen, I got to go with the Bengals. They, you know, I, I saw earlier today. They said that since he's been released from the hospital, he's been at the Bills facility rehabbing every day of the week. So. <sighs> Dude, can you imagine? Oh uh, boy! If I'm Joe Burrow, I'll just be like, you know what? I can't play. No, <laughs> no, no, way. Well, no. Joe Burrow's not. Joe Burrow's <laughs> no, gonna I probably know. throw a fucking football at his head. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I'm going with the Bills there. All right. So all right. Sunday and then the nightcap. The nightcap. The 6:30 game on Sunday is going to be the classic matchup here. Classic playoff matchup in the NFC. You have the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this one's not as cut and dry as I think some people might think it might be. Okay. Uh, some people I think would think, uh, uh, hey, San Francisco is going to win this game going out right. Here's the thing. I don't think Brock Purdy has faced the defense yet as good as the Dallas Cowboys defense. And even though the Dallas Cowboys defense is not as good as they were earlier on in the season, they are still fast and they are still very, very, very good. Better than I think anything he's seen so far. Um, so this is going to be a real test for Brock to see where he is and what he can do. The other component to this is that the Cowboys have to face the 49ers defense. <laughs> and, and, and that's going to be a problem for Dallas. And those sexy arms. And those big, <laughs> beautiful, sexy arms of Nick Bosa, as the fiance would say. So um, I, I'm going to go, again, San Francisco is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home in Santa Clara. I am going to go with the 49ers. But I think this game is going to be closer than most people think, and it might actually be less than the point spread. The Niners might only win this game by three, but I think the Niners win this game. Okay. One way or the other. So that is my pick. I am going with the San Francisco 49ers. So here's my my thing. My heart, wow. This sounded better in my head than what's about to come out of my mouth. My heart wants the Cowboys to win. Now, hear me out before you start yelling at me. My heart wants the Cowboys to win. Because you want the, you want, you want I, the chance. I yeah. want either Philly or Danny Dimes. Not the Giants. Danny Dimes to beat the Cowboys. Okay. But I think the Niners do win. Um, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a, a three, four-point game. So I think that's uh, four-point spread, was it? Uh, three and a half, three yeah. and a half points. I, I think that spreads about right. Um, so I'm, I'm going with the 49ers there. I think that's a good one. Okay. 
And then... All right, everybody, let's take a deep breath here. That, that, that's it for today's show, guys. Uh, we will be back <laughs> next. Because <laughs> you know how I do not, do not like picking my team. <laughs> no, neither do I. I'm always, uh, you know, never never pick with emotion, never pick yeah. with your heart. <laughs> but here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to make you pick first. <laughs> you pick first on this one. I'm not doing it. You're the, fa- you're the favorites. You're the home no. team. You're the number one seed. You're the best team in the NFL. You go ahead and you pick. We are picking at the same time. I'll do a countdown. Three, two, one. No, fuck. We- <laughs> what are we, fucking 13-year-old girls at a slumber party? Get the fuck out of here. Who All do right. you like? Three, two, one. No, we're not doing that. You got to use emojis. Um. All right. So here's the thing. I'm going with Philly, but if I don't see that Philly team from the, the first three quarters of, of the season in the first two drives coming out clicking, and if I if it looks like the team that played in week 18, we're fucked. Um, do I think our defense can shut the Giants down like we did in the first meeting with how the Giants have been playing? No. Can we slow them down? I think we could slow you guys down, but... If we if our it's just gonna come down to our offense. If we can't get clicking, we're not going anywhere. So, but I still am picking the Eagles. Um, just too many pieces on offense to say that you got your defense is gonna shut everybody down. So Philly, and that's that, that's the thing. I'm not gonna make any like specific predictions about okay. this game. Oh, it's going to come down to this and it'll be this play and it'll be this or whatever. Like a lot of people like to do. It'll be a last second field goal that decides to get. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. What, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to break it down much like you did. Uh, the Giants defense has a problem with teams first 15 scripted plays. They do. Yeah. Uh, we saw that with Minnesota. Um, we saw that kind of all year. Um, how they react after that first 15 is done will tell everything we need to know about this game. The Eagles have a tremendous amount of weapons and they have a great quarterback to get them those weapons. And if he can't get the weapons to them, he himself is a motherfucking weapon. <laughs> like Jalen Hurts, again, as we said, that guy fucking squats 660. He's got legs very uh, not dissimilar from fucking Saquon Barkley. Yeah. You know, he is an absolute powerhouse and he's a weapon in and of himself. Uh, and that's not even considering fucking uh, uh, A.J. Brown, which is a, a, another massive weapon for the Eagles. And then you put, put in Boston Scott. You put like It's just there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to overcome. Now, the thing is this Giants defense is healthy for the first time all year. And in that first meeting with the Eagles where they got drubbed, we were working with third and fourth string guys, practice squad guys, because a lot of our defense was injured. Xavier McKinney was out. I believe Adore Jackson was still out at that time. I don't believe Dexter Lawrence played that game. Uh, There was a lot missing from that game. So I think our defense will be better than it was in that game. Okay. I think one of the big differences that we're, I'm looking at from that game is this Giants offense is a lot better than what we saw that day and what we were seeing at that time from the Giants. Yes. Daniel Jones is playing a lot better 
and it seems to be almost a lot more. It seems like, especially in that in that in that first Minnesota game on Christmas Eve, Dayball kind of let the leash off him a little bit. Kind of said, "Go do, do you do your thing," yeah. and and we kind of saw that, and then we saw even more of that in the Indianapolis in the Indianapolis game. There we go. See, you can't um, talk either. Yeah, and then we <laughs> saw it again in the in the Minnesota Wild Card game, and. I understand people saying, well, you know, obviously Indianapolis huh, and Minnesota's defense is garbage. So, of course, yeah. they would do good. And I, and I get that. And I get that under that, that argument and understanding. Um, if the Giants can expose that Eagles rush defense, either through Saquon or Daniel Jones or Matt Burita, or all three, if they can get the Eagles to commit to stop the run, if we can get Hodgins to have another fantastic game along with Slayton, if, there's a lot of ifs, <laughs> if, 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 if. <sighs> Man. Come on, say it. You know you want to. Go go against your 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 beliefs, just like I just did too. Fuck you, I'm picking the Giants. It's the Giants. It's always been the Giants. It's always going to be the Giants. The only other thing that that worries me about this game, and I pray to God they don't do it, I pray that they don't force the whole Boston Scott giant killer thing. Just let it happen. You know, like, don't don't make him run 30 times this, this game. Just do what you've done in the past with them. Just don't force it. It'll, if it's meant to be for him to be a giant killer again, then it's meant to be. That's the only other thing that I'm worried about is that the coaching staff may buy into that whole, yeah, maybe Boston Scott is the giant killer. I, I just hope they don't. Well, I, I, I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to be like, I can't even think of, like I'm trying not to think about it now because <laughs> I already feel my blood pressure going up. Yeah. Like I already feel like I do there. I have it. And, and listen, in the grand scheme of things, as much as we love sports. Yeah. As much as we love football, as much as we love all the sports, hockey, shit. I love curling. Um, as much as we love sports in, in the grand scheme of things, it, it sports doesn't mean anything. It's not important. It's not, you know, uh, anything super consequential. Yeah. But God damn it, if I'm not just absolutely fucking nervous and on edge <laughs> and full of anxiety and just like this is going to make or break the next six months of my life, depending on how this game goes, like yeah. it's already feeling that way. And and I know I've got to try to get out of that feeling. I'm 41 years old. I should grow up, <laughs> not feel so fucking tied to all these teams and all this shit and all this other nonsense. Uh but I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm already at a loss for well, for what Saturday night is going to be. Let, let, let me let me ease your your nervousness a little bit here. If Philly wins, I promise I will not rub it in your face for the next six months, no matter how far Philly goes in the playoffs. 
Well, that's a lie, first of all. <laughs> that's a lie in hand. First of all, there's not a chance in hell. The moment that the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, I'm going to be getting the drunk call from your ass down in your basement. <laughs> Fly, Eagles! Jameson tastes delicious! Um, I, I mean, know that. I know that. Especially, that. I want to try that orange. Yeah, that, that, that orange is good. Yeah, I want to try that orange stuff. Um, but that's definitely going to be... Um, Hard and and again, if uh, I'm staying quiet this week, I'm not talking shit. I'm not going back at Eagle fans on Twitter as I normally would be with a lot of their fucking outrageous nonsense they're saying, or on Facebook or anything like that, or any of the social medias on TikTok, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I as I, I was talking to my father this morning about about this, and he even brought up, he's like, "Yo, oh, you know, the Eagles win. Jimbo's not gonna, you know, <laughs> he ain't gonna give you no shot." I said, "I know." I said, "I know that." But, and I told him, I was like, listen, I'm not saying anything this whole week. I said, we're in no position to say anything as the Giants anyway. The Eagles have owned our ass for 10 fucking years. And, you know, there's really nothing like that. And I said, however, if the Giants do pull this off, I'm going to be the most obnoxious <laughs> motherfucker you have ever known in your life. If you thought I was obnoxious in that one video, if you thought I was obnoxious <laughs> watching a one Dallas game where that fucking old bitch told me, you got oh, the worst yeah. mouth I ever heard on anybody. If you thought I was a loud, obnoxious, awful football fan before at any point in your life, brother, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what's coming. You better pray. All Eagles fans out there, all fucking my fiance, sister's friends, all those people. Robin, talk to your friends. Let them know. Let them understand. If they're religious people, if they're church-going individuals, if they believe in God, Satan, or whoever, they better <laughs> pray to whatever God they wish that the Giants don't win. Because if the Giants win, it's all coming out. It's all it's it's fucking open season on fucking Eagles. All all Eagles. And at that point, I don't give a fuck on anybody <laughs> or anything. It is open fucking season. So all I'm saying is that if you are an Eagles fan and you're listening to this or you know an Eagles fan or anything like that, you you better be praying on your hands and knees that I don't get to talk shit at all and then i'm just like hey good season was what it was everything like that because if it's not if the giants win i i i don't know what's going to happen to myself i don't i i don't know i don't know what's going to come i'm i'm scared i'm i'm scared for myself cuz i don't know what's going to come out but we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah we, we still got a few days so but uh i think that's going to be it for this week though uh is that it with a pick sponsored by anybody do we still do that yeah, uh, they were, might they, as well, right? They were, they were sponsored by W Energy Drink. Uh, head over to w.gg and use the promo code STSports18, all capital letters, to receive 10% off of your purchase. Uh, yeah, W Energy, they're going to keep you focused. Uh, keeps your sugar nice and low because there's no sugar in it. And as a diabetic, I enjoy that. I like that. Especially now I got a new uh, glucose monitor. Let's me know constantly what my blood sugar is. And so, you know, that's good to know that if I drink Dubby, my, my blood sugar is not going to go skyrocketing through the roof because there's no sugar. And because there's no sugar, there's no jitters. And I'm, listen, I'm going to be jittery enough when it comes <laughs> yeah. to Saturday night. I'm not going to need it anymore. And that's why I'm going to be using Dubby to keep my focus and to keep my energy, to keep me awake until 11 o'clock at night to the end of that game. And <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yes, go to w.gg, 
Go and find all the products you want or all the products you need. Let's face facts. And on your checkout in the promo code box, you go and put ST Sports 18 all capital letters. You're going to go ahead and get yourself 10% off of your order. It's a pretty good fucking deal. I'll tell you that right now. W.GG. Go ahead and do that right now. So before we go, just want to, I, I do really, you know, heartfelt wish you guys good luck. I just want a, a, good, a good game. You know, like I, I don't, want, I don't want the refs to, to, to. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. There's no, I'm hoping it's not a ref cold game as much as we did with our, with our good friend, Ashley. Yeah. Uh, I wished her good luck for our Cowboys uh, in their last game. And I'll do the same uh, before they play San Francisco. Uh, and again, I wish you luck and uh, all the Eagles fans out there. I wish you luck. And again, Pray, <laughs> pray to the ever-loving God that the Giants don't pull this off. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So, um, so till next week. This is your good friend Jimbo, and it's your boy King. He'll have the excuses built in. Don't worry. Shut the fuck up. 